Hello, this is Do Go On. I'm Matt Stewart. And I'm Taran Jayamana. And uh, we're in Sydney. And uh, we're about to be in Brisbane. And we're doing live shows. They're called Dry Dryer. And also, who knew with Matt Stewart in both those cities? And you can get details at mattstewartcomedy.com. Anything else you want to tell the good listeners that do go on, Saran? Well, the whole point of this was you thought that it might be more engaging if you had a different voice. But you've said most of the information. So, hey, come see us in Sydney and Brisbane. Yeah, that was engaging. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hey, mates, Matt here dropping in to let you know that uh, this is the sixth episode of our web series. Uh, you can watch the video version of it over at the Stupid Old Channel. There's a link in the show notes. Um, also want to let you know that we are doing some live streams coming up. You can get tickets to those. There's a link to the, the tickets as well in the show notes here. But uh, that's really all I wanted to let you know. Um, I think these episodes are more fun to watch if you have the chance to, but they also work just fine in the audio format. So without further ado, here is the episode about the fake zombies. But I'll let me explain it more now. The Zombies were an influential psychedelic pop band from England. And in the late 1960s, they set off on a tour of North America. The only thing is, they were not the real zombies. This story involves deceit, intrigue, and bad English accents. This week, I'm talking about the imposter zombies. Welcome to the show. I'm Matt Stewart. Here are my two sidekicks, Jessica Perkins and David Hornicke. I'm even side at a kick. (laughs) Even side a kick. Okay. Because I'm further away. Yeah, no, I understood the logic. But even cider kick just sounds ridiculous. Well, I was going for silly. That is something that a cider kick would say. Yeah. You're third banana now. That's and there's why... only three of us. Yeah. I'll pipe down. <laughs> <laughs> you, you go shush for a while. Can we make him fourth banana? I'm thinking about this pot plant. He's doing a lot of the heavy lifting. Three. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> Let us begin. Please. Formed in 1962, the Zombies are an English psychedelic pop five-piece. They scored a worldwide hit with She's Not There in 1964 and a few months later had another big hit with Tell Her No, which we could play a little bit of now. You're sort of getting that vibe. It is very psychedelic poppy. Did did you know much about the zombies Uh, before right now? I couldn't have told you off the top of my head their songs. Yeah. And then I hear them and go, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, I know. 
What about you, number four? I don't really know too much. Yeah. Okay. About anything. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but no, I'm not not really familiar with their music, but I'm loving what I'm hearing. Yeah, I've been listening to them a bit as I've been uh, researching them, and I'm I'm absolutely digging their sound. (laughs) Digging it. Okay. Let me tell you a little bit about them to set the scene. Um, Both of those two singles came from their debut album called Begin Here in the UK. And it was sort of a bit of a fashion at the time. They'd released in America under a different title. It's called Begin Here in the UK or that... It's called Begin Here in the the UK. It was called Begin Here. So is there like a few dots there where that big pause is? Or (laughs) how are they scripting (laughs) that? They also have the hand movement. (laughs) (laughs) Um, In America, it was self-titled. Nice it was called self-titled. I mean, was it called in America self-titled? What? Hmm. This is very confusing. That side of kick thing was actually not the dumbest thing that's been said. <laughs> and it shan't be the dumbest. <laughs> <laughs> the album sold well without setting the world on fire. Not literally. I mean, as a figure of speech, okay. it didn't. <laughs> but it, it sold well. But literally, it also didn't set the world on fire. That's did true. It, it didn't. Okay, they no. didn't start the fire. Good point. That was them. The follow-up album, Odyssey and Oracle, was recorded in 1967 at Olympic Studios and Abbey Road Studios in London. You you might be familiar with the Abbey Road Studios. Yes. Um, According to the band, it was a great time to record as the Beatles had just finished a session there and some of their instruments were lying around. For instance, a Mellotron, uh, which is a kind of polyphonic tape replay keyboard. Mm. Very 60s. Well, so you just help yourself to other people's instruments. Yeah, you can't just pick up Paul McCartney's bass and have a go. Oh, I'm right-handed, so I'm going to restring all his left-handed instruments. Paul comes in, it's upside down. Hey, it's like you guys were not even around in the 60s, because that's what it was. It was the summer love. Free love, free instruments. (laughs) Yeah, et cetera. (laughs) So this this Mellotron, which I don't know if I'd even heard of as an instrument. It was basically like a funky keyboard. Radiohead are a fan of using that. Right. Well, keyboardist and vocalist Rod Argent later spoke about this to Rolling Stone saying, it's so funny because Mellotron is all over Odyssey and Oracle. And if John Lennon's Mellotron hadn't been there, it probably would have been a very different album. And we were just picking up these percussion instruments for the session uh, just after they finished. It was a great time to be at Abbey Road. I'll have one of them. Quite literally, it was a great time. It doesn't mean like in the general, like, oh, it was a good time for music. People were into it. He's like, it was a good good timing to get there just after the Beatles. Because they could steal their shit. They like start booking their sessions, looking at the schedule, and the Beatles are going to be there. Like, oh, they're finishing at 7? We'll have it at 7.15, please. Yeah, they go into the Google calendar and uh, see like, when are the Beatles there? All right, we'll pop in after. It's, I, love, I love that idea. The Beatles are just like, yeah, we'll just leave our shit around as well. Yeah, it's all right. We're the Beatles. We're the Beatles. Who's going to touch our stuff? Who's going to use our stuff and disrespect us like that? That's the Abbey Road thing. We've, we're fa- this is our, you know. It's our, all of our stuff is safe here. Did I ever tell you about the time I, I was in Liverpool? Went to this Beatles shop and this guy was dressed up as one of the Sergeant Peppers sort of things with a shiny, colourful Beatles outfit. And he goes, hi. And like, tourists were streaming through. I said, hey, mate, in Liverpool, how do I get to Abbey, Abbey Road? I'd love to see it. And he goes... <laughs> Oh, you want to get to Abbey Road? I said, yeah. And he goes, oh, what you got to do is um, just head down this street, turn left, and then the first right, you'll see a bus depot. Get a bus to London. <laughs> and then he stopped. <laughs> How many like, times oh. a day does he get asked that question? Oh, probably a lot, but I was like, oh, so it's not Not, not nearby, then. okay. Thank you. He was furious and with good reason, this little kid. I was just a boy. I was a butter boy. You were just asking a question. You broke my heart. <laughs> yeah. 
Anyway, the, the album failed to chart. Their, their follow-up album, Odyssey just, and Oracle. Despite stealing the Beatles' instruments. Yes. Huh. I mean, it, it just goes to show it wasn't just the instruments then, was it? Mm. That's proof. It was so much more. For those deniers, those Beatle deniers. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Who say, it was just your fancy it instruments. Your, they were mythical. Yeah. <laughs> They'd been cursed to play nothing but classics. <laughs> they, they had the only drum kit in England. <laughs> we had to listen. <laughs> it's all there was. <laughs> No, Rico's not that good. But he was the only drummer we had. (laughs) (laughs) For when the album failed to chart in the UK and the US label decided to not even properly release it, the band just kind of quietly broke up. Uh, The members all remember how it happened slightly differently, but it seems like a few key members were disillusioned by how the album sold and their hearts weren't really in it anymore, so they just called it a day. I prefer a loud, very public breakup. Yeah. You know? I like people streaming themselves, bitching about other people, you know? Don't break up quietly. Make it big. Make it so so quiet that even the members are like, yeah, I forget which one called it a day. We all sort of just walked in different directions and never brought it up again. Never turned back. I think they just all stopped turning up to rehearsals. They just got jobs. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, some of them did. So they went off in different directions, literally, turned turned their backs and walked off. The keyboardist Rod Argent, uh, who was also one of the key songwriters, uh, and the bass player Chris White started a new project called Argent, which oh. I'm sure Chris White would have been yeah. talked about. Uh, we aren't going to call it White. That's a terrible name. Boring. Argent, that's cool. They went on to have a worldwide hit with the song Hold Your Head Up. Huh. Lead singer Colin Blundstone got an office job after the breakup. He remembers taking the breakup pretty hard, but he said, I didn't have time to dwell on it because it was a very busy office. Although I didn't understand what was going on. <laughs> didn't know what he was doing there. <laughs> People are just, he's just walking around the office. People are busy photocopying all right. That's what he said. He said, I realised the phones kept ringing and they needed to be answered. I'm quite a good bluffer. It was insurance. I know nothing about insurance. Uh, yeah. Yeah, we'll insure you, you, you cat. Yeah. I don't know how I came up with cat. Yeah, well. <laughs> That's improv. <laughs> Damn it. Always go one click too many. <laughs> he later released some singles under the name Neil MacArthur with moderate success. Okay. One of those being a cover of a, of a zombie song. <laughs> He's sort of covering himself. But he had, he had some it charted. Wow. In the meantime, the Zombies US label CBS decided to release some singles from Odyssey and Oracle, including Time of the Season. They released a few. The last one they had a crack with was Time of the Season, sort of as a last-ditch attempt to see how it could go. But this only happened after Al Cooper, one of the um, CBS producers, had a trip to London. He bought the album, he got a hold of it, and he played it. He's like, oh, this is great. Why didn't we release it? We got the rights to this. Took it back and convinced the label to put it out. They said, we're not putting it out on the main label, though. We'll put it on one of our little uh, side labels. Right. They, didn't, they just didn't really believe in Less it. Less of a gamble, maybe. Yeah. And this is now well after the band had broken up. Mm. The single slowly climbed up the charts, eventually peaking at number one in Canada and number three in the US. Through all of this, apparently the band in the UK were totally unawares. <laughs> so he's bluffing his way through insurance on the phone. He's number three in the US. Yeah, he's like, it's a, it's a big hit. Um, it's, it's sort of hard to believe, I guess, pre-internet world. Yeah. Or maybe, they, yeah, they just heard and they're like, oh, yeah, big in the US. We did nothing in the oh, UK and right. the mother countries. So. Yes. Number one in Canada. Who cares? Yeah. Oh, oh in the colonies. <laughs> Fine. 
I guess. Of course they'd like it. They're like <laughs> rubbish. <laughs> it only goes to prove how bad we were. They have moose there. An inferior animal to the English squirrel. <laughs> our biggest and bravest mammal. <laughs> they mammals? Can we fact check that, Evan? <laughs> At the bottom say, not a mammal or yes, a mammal. <laughs> yes, a mammal. <laughs> it's a little game within the show we like to play. Is it a mammal? <laughs> Am I dun, a mammal? Dun, dun, dun. You're a mammal. You're a mammal. You're all mammals. Confirmed. Evan, can you double check that and say whether or not Jesse is in fact a mammal? Yes, a mammal. <laughs> so they were, they were broken up unaware in the UK while they were having a big hit in North America. And this led to the strange scenario of them being highly in demand in North America but not an existing band anymore. So there was no one to, to fill the demand. This situation was ready to be exploited. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And the men for the job were Bill <laughs> Kehoe and Jim Atherton of Delta Promotions, a small-time music promoter in Michigan. They just had a little shop on the edge of town. Delta saw the opportunity and started telling their employees that they had acquired the rights to the music of the zombies. They had not acquired the rights. <laughs> To the music of the zombies. Don't From there, you. this was their plan. We're going to recruit four musicians and send them around as the zombies. Even though there's five in the zombies. Yes. <laughs> Cost cutting, I guess. Yeah. No one will notice. Who's the fifth guy? Phil? Who cares? Who cares? Who cares? What's Who's he playing? Phil? What's he, the singer? What do they do? What do they, what do they really do? That's not even an instrument. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'll just stand in there and use my voice. Anyone can do that. Yeah, come I'm on. I'm doing it right now. Yeah. Uh, the lineup was Mark Ramsey, Sebastian or Seb Meader, Dusty Hill, and Frank Beard. Dusty can... Hill. Frank Beard. <laughs> Hang on. <laughs> so, One at a time. Okay, let's for... also, there was someone called Seb Meader or something. <laughs> <laughs> I let that go. Let's hear those again. Yeah. Who were the... they? Mark Ramsey, Sebastian, Seb. Hang on, slow down. Okay. Yeah, yeah, Mark, Mark Ramsey. Ramsey. Yeah, Fine. We, neither of us care about it. Move on. Get over it, Mark Ramsey. Sebastian, Seb Meador. <laughs> Seab Meador. Is that all Sebastian one word? Is that all one word and you're just... Seab is, I think, or maybe it's Seb with an A in it. Seab. 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 No, Sab. it's S-E-A-B. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Saab. Saab. Seab. He started up a Swedish motor company as well. Seab Meador. Oh. Dusty Hill. Dusty Hill. Yeah. You didn't even flinch saying the name Dusty Hill. I've, oh, I've known his, I've known his name for a long time, and maybe that's why I haven't really. Yeah, because that is funny. That's it's a, a Dusty Hill. That's an incredible name. That's, now that I think about it, Dusty Hill. It's the worst kind of hill, too. Yeah, yeah. The, you can't get a grip. You're sliding down. <laughs> yeah, oh, you want a nice. Get a vacuum up here or what? A nice gra a grassy one so you yeah. can roll down it's it. It's better than a yeah. gravel hill, though, isn't it? Uh, gravel you don't want to roll, roll down a gravel hill. Dusty, is that, was he born on a dusty hill? Is he that? was born on a dusty <laughs> hill. Mm. And he'll die on one too. I've got a family friend who's got a kid called Dusty Hill, which I didn't even connect. Seriously? Yeah. That is a common guy. That's a common He's name. He's a toddler. A <laughs> toddler. <laughs> <laughs> He's a toddler. He's a toddler. I, I know this toddler. And finally, there was one finally. more name. Frank Beard. Is that the same Frank Beard? From ZZ Top. Yes. And is that the same Dusty Hill from ZZ Top? Yes. <laughs> I did not know that Dusty Hill was in ZZ Top. Two That's why of... you've known that name for a long time. So two-thirds. I assume you meant because you've been writing this yeah. report for a while. Even longer than the week or so I've been researching. So two-thirds of ZZ Top were in this Yeah, that's fake in band. this fake zombies band. Um, so, so all four of them are Texans. Okay. Uh, 
they build the band as the original zombies, the zombies part in inverted commas on、oh. posters. So I think that was sort of their way. That's like an that's you know what that is. That's the poster equivalent of allegedly. Yeah. <laughs> It's like can't get in trouble. Can't get. I put it in quotation marks. I thought that was obvious. Everyone knows what I mean. I hope when they were announced to the stage on tour, <laughs> the, the MC was like, "Welcome to the stage, the original zombies." <laughs> Surely the original part should also be. <laughs> I guess they were the original zombies. Yeah, true. They're not the original、yeah. zombies. They're the original zombies, though. <laughs> Th- zombies though, <laughs> yeah. And the MC in the contract has to wink at the crowd as well. <laughs> and do a little nudge. <laughs> All right, I think that should get us through in the court of law. <laughs>、yeah. If you just whisper it as people are cheering, so they can't hear it, they're fake. They're fake. The、you、original zombies government. <laughs> <laughs> the original zombies government. <laughs> the original zombies impersonators. In brackets, no refunds. <laughs> <Yeah> . How do you say something in brackets? <laughs> Open bracket, no refunds. Close, Close bracket. bracket. Yeah, yeah. That's just showing. <laughs> no off, refunds. Showing off the guns. Oh, imagine if I had guns. Yeah, that'd be cool. That would have been a perfect moment to show them off. Ah <laughs>、oh, well, <laughs> missed opportunity. To warm up for the tour, Delta organised the band to do a mini tour as another defunct band, the Rose Garden. <laughs> Stop ripping <laughs> off fake. <laughs> But、uh, the Rose Garden, or what?、Uh, what's the title? I think they just called. Yeah, I just think they called them the Rose Garden. The Rose Garden had a top twenty single with "Next Plane to London,"、uh, which fake band. The next band... plane out of London's almost gone.、Oh, if I'm remembering correctly, I love that band. Yeah, it's, it's a, a great, beautiful song. Great tune, great band.、Mm. So, is the idea that they can warm up to see if they can pull off pretending to be people they are? I think well, because they hadn't played as a band. Together before, so like, don't do a tour, just rehearse. Yeah, you know, <laughs> just go to a studio and rehearse. I guess they were also because they weren't ripping off as big of a band. They'd had one minor single, so they thought, let's let's sort of test the waters a bit. And they're also they were doing Delta was starting to do this with a bunch of bands as well.、Uh, a lot of a lot of fake band money to be made at the time.、That's、so strange. So. Mark Ramsey, the one of the fake band members,、um, remembered to BuzzFeed about Next Plane to London. He said that's the only song they bothered learning before the tour. The rest they just did blues covers. <laughs> so, oh, we're the Rose Garden. Here's one of their songs you、yeah. might know, and the others are just whatever. Do you, do you reckon they open and close with that song? <laughs> yeah. So somehow the tour went off without trouble, despite the Rose Garden being a folk rock five piece. <laughs> they played blues. Now a four piece playing blues. <laughs> And on top of that, the Rose Garden's lead singer was Diana De Rose. <laughs>、uh, Diana's sick tonight, so it'll、uh, just be us. Tonight, Diana will be played by the guy from ZZ Top without a beard. <laughs>、uh, before... Everyone's no one really、confused. noticed. <laughs> They did a whole tour. No one noticed. Why are they going? People are buying tickets. Oh yeah, we'd love to go see. Oh, the Rose Garden. The Rose Garden, great. I love that one song they have. Oh yeah, on the radio it sounded more like a woman singing. Oh. <laughs> And they were playing folk. I guess things just sound different live. Yeah. You know, in a room, open room, it sounded better. Yeah, the, it's the open. It's acoustic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Folk. What you don't realise is in a big open space, folk sounds like blues, and、yeah. blues sounds like folk. Yes.、Yeah. It's very confusing. It yeah, is confusing. it is confusing. Yeah.、Uh, before the zombies tour, the band had promo shots taken, which I guess is sort of smart because it means you know when people rock up to the show, they go, "Oh yeah, we saw the poster. They they look the same as the poster." Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, it must be the legit band. And are they trying to look anything like the original band?、No. It's just their them, them going. 
This is my clothes. In the, in the, in the photo they took, so remembering the original band who we saw before, very psychedelic 60s, in the, in the photo, the two ZZ Top guys wore cowboy hats. <laughs> 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 no one's like, just wearing them at the time. Maybe just take the hats off, boys. They didn't even bother with any kind of costume. No. They just turned, it was just a photo taken, they were just sitting around having a coffee. Yeah, something like that. They're like, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so if people saw saw the post and the band, they, they might have been like, oh, cool, this is legit. This is the original. Yeah, they're wearing cowboy hats zombies. in the poster. Now they're on stage with cowboy hats. <laughs> Unless, of course, any of the audience members had seen one of the zombies debut album covers which had a photo of the band <laughs> <laughs> um, or if they noticed they were all of a sudden a four piece without a keyboardist which is a, as we said before a very key element of their sound absolutely yeah. abso- there's like a solo in yeah. that song yeah. keys are going crazy now it's played on a trumpet <laughs> it's a different or, vibe uh, that their British accents were unconvincing or that they're a blues band and not a psychedelic pop <laughs> band there's a few probably a few yeah. little hints that they weren't the, for a savvy audience <laughs> yeah. member you could probably put a few things together. Totally. You, yeah. Some people are worried that they look uncool if they don't just go, oh, yeah, yeah, this is them. Yeah. They've paid the money for it's the It's the gig. emperor's cl- uh, clothes sort of thing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, I love this band. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I remember lo- I remember this blues song they played. <laughs> I've got the record. Yeah, right? yeah, LaGrange. Love it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Le- yeah, she's got legs. She knows how to use them. Yeah, yeah, love this psychedelic love stuff. This love those cowboy hats. I could hear them on the record. They look even better in person. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. This show is brought to you by BetterHelp. i got to get something off my chest. Okay. I ate your last biscuit. I was saving been, them for my wedding. That has been stressing. <laughs> That has been stressing me out. I'm so sorry. I feel a lot better to get that off my chest. You know, keeping things bottled up can affect people negatively, and that had been affecting me, and that feel, that's a weight off my shoulder. Yeah. It was delicious. I'm not sorry, but I did take the last biscuit. That he was saving for his wedding. I didn't know that. <laughs> that is upsetting to hear, but I think I'm going to have to get some uh, positive coping skills, learn to set some boundaries. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe you could give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, so it's very convenient. It's flexible. You can fit it around your schedule. You just fill out a brief questionnaire and you get matched with a licensed therapist. You too can get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash D-G-O today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash D-G-O. Uh, according to Tom Hocott, who worked for Delta Promotions at the time, the concert promoters in most of the cities knew they were getting a fake zombies band. Oh. But the punters, for the most part, believed them to be the real deal, saying, when they were told, here's the zombies, they bought it. Even the strange parts, like the fact that they were touring without a keyboardist. BuzzFeed quotes a review from the original zombie show on the 22nd of June 1969 by the Saginaw News, saying they were especially disappointing 
and that the crowd began leaving during their fourth tune. <laughs> the article suggests there's, uh, there'd been a change in sound from when they were on the top of the charts, which at that stage was not long before. <laughs> In the last year and a half, they've really <laughs> changed their sound. <laughs> the article puts the change in sound down to the fact that there had been a complete transition of the band members, except the bass player. But that wasn't true. That wasn't true, no. That was a complete transition of band members, <laughs> including the bass Bass player. Well, they thought he looks vaguely. He was the one that only looked similar to the others. I think that was just that was the line they told him. They were always like, "This is the thing that keeps them legit." Is one? They basically it's Billy Corgan still. <laughs> you know, it's still the Smashing Pumpkins. Billy Corgan's there. Yeah, but it's only like not Billy. Billy Corgan. Corgan. It's the bass player. <laughs> yeah. Uh, responding to the article, Mark Ramsey remembered it differently, saying, "I think the reviewer must have been drunk. I don't <laughs> remember anyone walking out. Were we perfect? No, and we weren't the zombies." <laughs> We were a blues rock band from Texas, a band with plenty of good looks, better than the original zombies. <laughs> That's not what people go to see a band for. <laughs> Such a weird <laughs> brag. I go to, I actually go to gigs with noise cancelling headphones and I just look at them. Yeah, have a look. <laughs> just go, oh, yeah. <laughs> but when I start, to, when they start singing, I go, la, 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 oh, yeah, oh, you're good. Yeah. La 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 also, la la. Love the idea that thinks the reviewer is drunk. One of the side effects of being drunk is accidentally thinking people are leaving a yeah. venue. Yeah. I think from within the audience, you can tell better that people are leaving rather than when you're on stage. Maybe. You know, I think Mark Ramsey's full of shit. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I, I'm I, calling it. There's something so funny to me about the fact that he somehow called the, the real zombies ugly, basically. Totally. And can I just ask, so the reason, I know the band had broken up, but like if they were doing really well in the US, you could convince them to get back together to perform. No, nah, one of them just that is was... enjoying pretending to be an insurance <laughs> salesman. Would it just have been more expensive to like get them over? So it's easier to... Well, that, I think, uh, well, yeah, definitely way cheaper because they were paying band members a couple hundred bucks a week. Right. And, you know, they were just able to send them out on the road. Yeah. So, if, if they convince the real zombies to come over, probably a more legit, bigger promotions company than Delta would have got the deal. Maybe like the, their record label yeah. would have had something to do with it. So they just wouldn't have been able to do it. Oh, this tiny little operation. So Still crazy. feel like they could have paid for a keyboard player. Yeah. Just get a fifth member. It does feel like if you're going to do it. And you're selling tickets, you're going to make some money. Yeah. Just pay a keyboarder. That would have been better Keyboardist. off. Keyboarder. Keyboarder. Finding Guitarra. a keyboardist. Get a <laughs> Get a drummer. Get a guitar. Ah, <laughs> oh, yeah. They should have got one of those as well. Get a singist. I don't even say what the four members played. They were all they all played banjo. <laughs> <laughs> they were banjists. Yeah, they were banjists. It was weird that people didn't notice. <laughs> <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Yeah, it was dueling banjos for two hours. Yeah. And um, it was beautiful. It was so beautiful. So beautiful. So beautiful. Um, the tour went on and they played shows in small clubs all the way up through uh, America and Canada. And in Canada, they even appeared on TV. What? <laughs> Please welcome the zombies. <laughs> no, you did the commas at the wrong part. Oh, now we're going to get sued. <laughs> yeah, the zombies is a completely separate band. Completely separate. The zombies. Uh, on December 13th, 1969, an article appeared in Rolling Stone magazine titled, The Zombies Are a Stiff, which read, The Zombies Are No More. There is a group calling itself the Zombies, but these zombies are not the zombies who made hits of She's Not There, Tell Her No, and Time of the Season. Those zombies are British and split up two years ago. The group now calling themselves the Zombies have British accents, sort of, sometimes. And sometimes they forget 
Then they drawl and refer to y'all. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, y'all. <laughs> Good evening, y'all. <laughs> Forget mid sentence. <laughs> Uh, the article. Jolly good, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> the article says uh, actual zombies bass player Chris White is good and pissed off when he found out about it, quoting him as saying, "The fake band were taking money from our fans and dragging down our reputation." At a fake zombie show at the Whiskey A Go Go in LA on October 21st, friends of the band were able to catch the imposters on tape. <gasps> White remembers that the fake band had a guitar player calling himself Hugh Grundy, which was the actual zombie's drummer's name, or drummist's name. Thank you. But the, they've... the guitarist is calling himself the drummer's name. Yeah. But... So they didn't even do basic research. Yeah. I'm Hugh Grundy or something, Joel. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I don't know, Hug Grundy. I don't know. <laughs> We're all Hugh Grundy, whatever the real one is. That's him. That's us, the real ones. <laughs> the white continues. So when they caught him on tape, so this is what they, ha- they asked him on tape, uh, as White explains. They asked him why he was now out front as the singer and said in a Northern England accent, Well, the boys want me out front and I'm the only original member. Then the interviewer said, No, 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 no you're not getting away with that. Uh, honest, no, what you don't need to know is Matt is a fantastic mimic, yeah. but... He's pretending to be someone who's from Texas doing a bad Northern uh, yes, accent. Sorry. So that's why it might sound absolutely shit out. I forgot how many layers there were. Yeah, to yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Matt's t- I can hear them all. Yeah. I can hear them all. So I start. It actually took me quite a while to perfect that. Yeah. I started learning a pinpoint perfect Texan accent. Yes. Then on top of that, yeah. I went and studied uh, English, the language, mm-hmm. in uh, England. And then I went on tour as the fake zombies. Okay. In America. Did you? Yes. Impersonating. Anything to do with this story? Oh no, uh, coincidence. Okay. But actually, it, yeah. Now that you mention it, has uh, come in handy for learning this accent. Right. Which I just nailed. Yep. Sorry and, for stopping you there. Yeah. Please continue. Uh, then the interviewer said, "Didn't you used to be five ten? You're about five six. Oh. <laughs> I'm not sure how we got out of got out of that one. Uh, yeah, I had my legs shortened, <laughs> and I'm be... really sensitive about it. Thanks for bringing it up, y'all. Didn't you used to be 5'10"? Yes. And? No further question. <laughs> yeah, I did. I used to be. That was when I drummed. Didn't need that extra height for the guitar. How could you tell when I was always sitting down? Yeah. Yeah. Where'd you get that information? You actually sound like an idiot. What do you mean did I used to be? What a silly question from you. I shan't be answering. That doesn't make any sense. Mm. They also so it's also kind of random that they pick Northern English as the accent, even though the real Grundy is from southwest of London. So they didn't even they just picked a random English accent. Okay. <laughs> well I guess they, they had him as the guitarist. What does the northern accent sound like again? Uh, as done by a Texan? No, just an actual northern accent. Well, that's, I've actually been, it's been so tainted by my sure, Texan yes, sorry. influence. Yep, but it is something like, Dave, say a sentence like, hello, I'm from Northern England. So it's, so it's south, accent-wise, south of Scotland. This won't be infuriating at all for any English I, It's sort of like watches. a, so do Ross Noble, basically. <laughs> do Ross Noble, Dave. All right, hello, I'm Ross Noble. Give me some suggestions. Oh, a cat. Oh, whoa. Had, had Ross been living in London long before <laughs> his accent changed? 
That was great, Dave. That, that was, was great. great. That was I great. I my, my impression of my friend Ross Noble who lives in London. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so, okay. That so was, are you talking about a different Ross Noble? That was your yeah. fault for being. He's also a... I was talking, no, I was talking to my friend who's obsessed with cats. Yeah, and improvising and uh, taking suggestions. Take, su- uh, take suggestions, yep. He, no, he just wanted some suggestions for his life. Yeah, he right. likes feedback. He okay. wanted fe- thank you. Feedback. He's not a performer. He's an insurance salesman. <laughs> pretending to be anyway. I just remember, Jess, you're very good at accents, aren't you? <laughs> no. Where were we? Apparently saying that only one original member remains was a common line that Delta used when people questioned the band. That explains the, the bass player line in the Saginaw News Review. Did he always say that no matter what? Uh, uh, what time are you guys loading in tonight? Uh, only one of the original members remains. <laughs> Great, can I get you some beers or anything for yeah. the green room? Uh, only one original member remains. Yeah, we'll take uh, some beers for the one original <laughs> member and, and the other three of us who are not original members but now part of the new legitimate But we very much zombies. still like beers. Yes. Thank you. So it seems like they weren't consistent about who supposedly was the original <laughs> member, though. Or like, what they play. Yeah. Oh, come on. <laughs> sort out some details. Yes. Yeah, feel like just a quick meeting. Have a fucking conversation about it. When, write it down. Yeah. If you're not sure you remember, write it down. I think that's good. Why don't people just communicate? Yes. You know? Open yeah. a dialogue. Open a fucking dialogue already. When Rolling Stone magazine contacted Delta for their article, Bill Kehoe said that the American zombies formed after the lead singer of the zombies was killed and two other guys left, which is all fully made up. <laughs> what do you mean he was killed? Nobody's going to ask any questions about that. I'll just keep it really dull so that nobody uh, <laughs> thinks to ask questions. Uh, yeah, he was brutally murdered. <laughs> it made a lot of news. Uh, just look it up. Yeah. You just find that out. If By you're... his uh, wife's secret evil twin. Um, <laughs> so, and uh, yeah, it was off a um, really tall building. And, um, yeah, so you just, I mean, yeah, if you read his book... Any library would have it. Yeah. But I wouldn't bother because I've told you the crux I've told you of it everything, anyway. So. So. And the other two members both left to become president. Both of them. At yeah. the same time. They yeah. were conjoined twins. Uh, first conjoined twin presidents yeah. of England. So <laughs> Look it up. Look, look it, it up. up. <laughs> I wouldn't, but you can if you want to. It's real. So I don't know why you'd need to look it up because I told you the truth. So Delta got so cocky about it all that they ended up touring a second fake zombies band concurrently with the oh Texan Four Piece. Oh my god! <laughs> one night they're in the same town. One night they come through the next night. Yeah. <laughs> two two shows in LA. We won't get the same band to play both. No, we one get... opens for the other. <laughs> Thank you. We've been the zombies. Please give it up for the zombies. <laughs> Apparently, the other band was more convincing, even down to the fact that they had five members and remembered their own names. Yeah. Hocott from Delta told BuzzFeed, they were so damn good. They were the perfect zombies. If you heard them play Time of the Season, you couldn't tell the difference. <laughs> I mean, the, the perfect zombies probably are. Those, the original the zombies, zombies right? No. Okay. No, unconvincing. <laughs> but as time went on, the backlash from the real bands grew, and now that the music media had caught wind of it, it was only a matter of time till the jig was up. <laughs> Delta also had a fake version of the animals going around. I'm a big English rock band. But the band of imposters got a rude shock when they were playing a show and Eric Burden, the front man of the real animals, rocked up with a baseball bat and some bikey mates. <laughs> <laughs> he just turns up with a baseball bat. That's good. <laughs> we were like, oh, oh no. Oh dear. 
Uh, but possibly the last straw was when Delta put out a fake Archies band. You familiar with the Archies? Yeah. They're a, a, already a fake band. They're a cartoon band. So like, oh, how easy is it going to be to fake these guys? You know, they're, they're, they're no one knows what the real members look like. There's only one surviving cartoon. Archie can't turn up with a baseball bat. Um, unless he comes alive from the page. <laughs> do they sing Sugar Sugar? Yeah. Do, 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 do. But unfortunately for Delta, uh, the Archies were owned by a very real and litigious producer and businessman named Dan Kirshner. And did Dan rock up with a baseball bat and <laughs> some... No, he rocked up with some lawyers, though. <laughs> with baseball bats. <laughs> <laughs> that's just because they were on their way to their baseball bat. Yeah, yeah. It was confused. It was a mix-up because everyone was comedy. like, ah, and they're like, what's up? Oh, my God, I'm so sorry. I oh, oh, oh sorry, I meant to ha- have a pen. I'm so sorry. Where's my pen? <laughs> my son must have my pen. And the kid's, like, opening his baseball bag and training. <laughs> he's just got a pen. pen. He's yeah. like, Dad. He has to go into the cage with a pen. Yeah, it's very... It was a real... <laughs> a real whoops-a-daisy. Yeah. Oh, he got... Oh, he copped it in the face, that kid. Yeah, big time. Kirshner was quoted by Rolling Stone saying about the fake Archies, we've heard about this group and our lawyers are taking action. With baseball bats. <laughs> Within two weeks, Bill Kehoe... Had his head bashed in with a baseball bat. Had sh- and then shut down Delta Promotions as a touring company saying, we never represented to anyone that these were the same groups who made the records. Yes, you did, you piece of shit. You absolutely <laughs> you totally did. <laughs> oh, I never said oh. it was the real band. I only put original uh, on the poster. And then in interviews said that... The, Someone had died <laughs> and... Um, that was a typo. We meant to say not the original, but then the printer cut off not. That's the printer's fault, if anything. You yeah. should sue him. Sue name, him, not name, me. His name's Greg. And scene. Are you playing a character that can't turn a page <laughs> now? That's a fun I'm character. I'm panicking my way out. How do I Lick your thumb, mate. Lick your thumb. <laughs> Teach him how to turn a page. So they were all done. So Delta closed down their promotions arm. Uh, he, he kept. He still had a rock club that he kept going, but um, a all rock the rock climbing club. Rock climbing club. <laughs> this is a real rock climbing club. I swear to God. These are real rocks. <laughs> it was all polystyrene. A lot of people fell to their death. Yes, <laughs> you shouldn't climb on polystyrene. Um, so all the bands in his stable went back to their. He was keeping lives. them in a stable. In a stable. <laughs> That's unbelievable. Keeping yeah. costs down. Is he feeding him hay? Hotels and motels are expensive back then. Stables are forever. Yeah. Uh, so our mates in the original zombies went back off in different directions, like the original zombies before them. God, Frank Beard and Dusty Hill joined Billy Gibbons in ZZ Top and had recorded their debut album within a year. Wow. What is, do you think that if the jig hadn't been up, they ever would have formed ZZ Top? Oh, why? Yeah, why? They would have continued on in this... What is a glorified cover band that lies to audiences? Strange. Yeah, it feels like there was a was always a matter of time before the fake zombies came a cropper. But amazing that so quickly they um, were in ZZ Top. The trio of ZZ Top still together and have sold more than 50 million albums worldwide. (laughs) Crazy. It was a fair step up. Um, They tried to get in contact with Dusty Hill for the. So this has all basically come out of a BuzzFeed uh, article, which is great, which will be linked in the. Uh, description and they try to get a comment from Dusty Hill and all he did was um, respond sort of do it a bit of fact checking for them and a lot of his answers were I don't remember it was the 60s man <laughs> <laughs> it was the 60s man I don't remember uh, Seab Midor joined a Texan band the werewolves 
who made two albums with limited success, and Mark Ramsey went on to study teaching at college. Ah. How many albums has he sold? Uh, as a teacher? Yeah. Yeah, a few spoken word albums. Uh, but he's maths shaped, rap. He's shaped a lot of lives. <laughs> maths rap. One plus two is three and four, plus five is six and seven and more. Didn't do well because uh, a lot of the maths was incorrect. <laughs> that doesn't, doesn't matter. He was more of an English teacher. He was a fake maths. <laughs> <laughs> he came yeah, I'm a maths teacher. Got my diploma from uh, Delta College. From Mars University. Whoa, yeah. that's prestigious. Yep. Inspired by the whole or- ordeal, the real zombies attempted to reform at the time. They're like, we should get back together. Turns and make out people happen. like our music. Yeah, but um, they were all sort of in, in different directions, making music for different things. And it took until the 90s till they made it happen. Oh. Uh, and they remain together today, but only uh, singer Bill Blunstone. <laughs> Why have I made up his name? Only... <laughs> Colin Blundstone. <laughs> Only Bill Blundstone. AKA. <laughs> oh no, we've been swindled again. <laughs> <laughs> Only Colin Blundstone, the front man, and Rod Argent remain from the original 60s lineup. So it kind of ended up happening for them. Only two real original members <laughs> yeah. remain. Isn't it Rod Argent from Argent? From Argent. Wow. Yeah. wow. Their 1968 album at the time failed to chart. But it has since been retrospectively hailed as a great album, ranking in the Rolling Stones' top 100 albums of all time. Wow. So it's seen as a genuine classic album now. The band themselves were also recognised in 2019 when they were inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Also inducted that year were The Cure, Stevie Nicks, Def Leppard, Janet Jackson and Radiohead. So it's a pretty amazing class of acts. Some good company. And that is my story of the imposter zombies. That is amazing. Why? I hope one day there's an imposter do go on. Do you? Yeah, but like, but like the, it's like two girls and a guy, but one, one of the girls is like, oh, Matt, you know, like, they, just, <laughs> they don't give a shit. Wait, didn't you used to play drums? <laughs> um, like, didn't you used to be taller? No. No. No, no I was always a German Shepherd dog. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's it for the imposter zombies. This is a spin off of our podcast, Do Go On, with over 200 episodes to listen to. If you like this topic, check out some of our music-related episodes like biographies of Dolly Parton, Pantera, Queen, and the making of Fleetwood Mac's Rumours album. Subscribe for free on your favourite podcast app, and be sure to subscribe to this channel to check out our other videos. I can't believe you nailed that on the first ever attempt. I had to, um, I had to cut it down, but we've actually done so many more music ones, like Mike Patton, who is in Mr. Bungle. Rihanna. Rihanna. Oh, Queen, Tism, of, Queen of Barbados. One Tism. of my favourite ever bands. Elton John. The Beatles. Yeah, we've done a lot. Johnny Cash. So many, so many. So if you, if you are a music fan, maybe this is the podcast for you. <laughs> Ever catch yourself eating the same flavourless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well. HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. <laughs> 